daring adventurers, dastardly villains, and dangerous climbs. This is Brutal Critical. Welcome back to Brutal Critical, everybody. I am your illustrious DM, Michael Merritt, and with me are my illustrious, my stalwart adventurers. Playing Fwester Delir, we have Sam Capic. No longer super comfy with how Mike's looked in the uh, webcam. Playing Stagander Erlingson, we have Gordon Proctor. I'm. Yeah, I'm with I'm with Sam. No, not a fan. And eyes open so big. And proving that mimicry is the highest form of flattery. Play <laughs> 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 and playing your Anna Rabber, we have Savannah Mary. Who's been terrified of Mike for 27 years, so I don't know why these guys are just catching up. Uh, <laughs> hey. It's not terror, it's knowing that, oh shit, I'm gonna have a bad day when he gives me that look. <laughs> he, gives me, he gives me the anti-bedroom eye. <laughs> What's the opposite of bedroom eye? It's just kitchen floor <laughs> the kitchen floor you're eyes. giving me the prison eyes yeah you're giving me the guy outside my window eyes maybe the the wooden trunk <laughs> eyes giving me the demon just over my right shoulder <laughs> guys we're back we are back for episode 62 it's been so long Yes. So long. It's I don't even remember what happened last time. If only there was a recap that would let me know. Oh my goodness, if only. <laughs> so anyway, that's where we find our players. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> last time I arrived at the Frostmaiden, you arrived at the at the Yarlmut where you ran into the rest of the tribes of the Ragged Barbarians. You also scoped out the competition, sat by and watched as the as the king was challenged for his kingship, saw Aegis Fang, a relic of a time long past, and prepared for the inevitable gelding for Stagander Erlingson. As well as the Honggang, which is the ritual combat that would happen in the morning. I can lie, when he walked over to the table, I thought he was going to ask me to help him out. <laughs> That's straight <laughs> like, up what I thought. Also, did you, too. You the wrong person. <laughs> he's, got, he's got his uh, his first spear. Yeah, I know. But what about his second, third, and fourth spear? And fifth and sixth, then Conrad and Albert. 
support. Oh, spears. baby. Emotional support spears. <laughs> Emotional support toothpicks. So, yeah, you guys told stories through the night and then bed down for a rest. I'm here to remind Sav that she wanted to replace one of her spells with tongues. Yes, she for did. For a long rest, so I'm going to let you do that. I'm going to uh, replace uh, sending, sending right now. Well, what skill do I get for the day? I haven't rolled for this in forever because I forgot her. Oh my gore. Uh, medicine. Hey. Nice. Oh, that does not bode well. <laughs> the fates have spoken. <laughs> yeah, so just just for your edification, we are you have the spell tongues prepared. Oh yeah, I do. Because you're tired of being the random third wheel in every conversation. <laughs> He's my hunting partner. I want to be included. <laughs> Only have three spell slots for third level spells, so it's gotta be at the key moment. And actually, that is where we find our adventurers. As the Regad camp comes to life the next morning, uh, in the early hours, construction begins on the fighting square, which will host the ritual combat of the day. Are they doing uh, it one at a time, or are they going to go all at once? Steg would know that ritual combat between the chieftains is done battle royale style. Okay. We're staying in so a tent, right? Or are we staying in the big lodge with everyone? You guys basically bunked down in the lodge, like up against the wall. Like you laid out some sleeping pads and fell asleep there. Okay. Points out the window. Sun. Stag. Bring sun. Not not yet. Yeah, five more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Me this morning. Oh, no, I don't want sun go away. <laughs> yeah, I'll take one minute after my long rest to meditate on the moon and do switch out my spells. Okay. So the day begins, people start picking it some like morning rations for food, uh, some stews and things. People getting hair of the dog from the drinking the night before. And there is a very serious undertone to it all. It's going to be a day of days. Day of death. Mm hmm. Mm. Most likely. Stag, you would know that. That ritual combat very often ends in death because 
to because of the hardiness of the people the only time someone will stop fighting is if they res- receive a mortal injury but there is a way to survive it you if you uh, yield but it's yeah, very dishonorable happening. it's very dishonorable to yield that ain't happening mm-hmm. I don't see that taking place today Yep. So what are our adventurers doing to prepare for the day? Ooh. I think that Fuster's probably going to be checking in with the voices of all the ghosts. Just seeing if anyone happens to have some one-off knowledge about how to fight a really big fuck-off yeti. (laughs) Okay. Roll... How many ghosts you have in you now? Uh, <laughs> lots. Like, 12 or 13 at this point. Yeah, I think it's a baker's dozen. Who are you asking? You might have a baker in there. You know, for help. I think that most of the ones, except for Janth, kind of speak as a chorus of mm-hmm. different people, so... I think he's going to ask the peanut gallery. Roll me... What is it? Is it a wisdom check that we were doing? It was either wisdom to pick one out or constitution to deal with all the voices actually yelling. Which one do you want to do? Do you want to pick one out or you just want to de- take the take the peanut gallery? Uh, I think he'll take the peanut gallery. Just throw one net. Okay. Roll me instead. Well, a constitution saving throw. Okay. That's going to be a 13. Okay, middling. Roll. You don't get advantage on this because of that. Roll an insight check to kind of pluck out information that you need. Okay. Fourteen. Okay. Um. You would know that Yeti are very solitary creatures. Just in general, they're they cut out wide swaths of land as their own territory and for the most part animals and people tend to know what yeti territory looks like they are semi they they are sentient not sapient does that make sense they have the the intelligence of like a house like a dog like a like a golden retriever or what a, kind of house has intelligence i was gonna say a house uh, i was gonna i i tried Smart to say house. a house a house dog but i'm stuck as yeah. opposed to it's a, like a house scout <laughs> it's like a house cat it's a house dog <laughs> but i corrected myself i'm uh, sure you don't have something that we don't know about <laughs> sentient house so they're sentient not sapiens for those of you wondering the sentient the difference between sentience and sapiens sentience is awareness of oneself but having no ability beyond that to do any higher thinking sapiens is what we are we are sapiens we are not sentient okay well we're, well, we're both but sapiens is the ability to do critical thinking 
and problem solve and have higher emotions. Like an orca whale is sapiens. Dolphins are sapiens. Some some species of birds are sapient. Things like that. And on that vein, yetis are sapient. Or are sentient, not sapient. So they're not stupid beasts, but they are not a they are they don't have the ability to crit and amongst them is usually in like within a territory is an alpha yeti the alpha yeti is a totally different story it's highly intelligent and vicious usually preying upon the smaller yeti to stealing their kills and things like that but it is a very capable and very dangerous foe to fight much larger and more cunning than a regular yeti okay but also most likely solitary because other yetis don't want to be Abs- around him. absolutely solitary because yeah. he's a bully. One, one yes one creature okay so stag to prepare for the alpha yeti most likely going to be alone they're solitary creatures They kind of bully other yetis, so they don't like to be around. But they're pretty smart and very vicious. So we should all three of us be ready for a cunning foe. Like a large, intelligent man. Yeah. But vicious and feral. Like a high school bully. Hmm. Like my brother. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I suppose that tracks. Is that the way he was mean mugging you? Oh. Yeah, yeah. How are you feeling yes. about that today? I care less if he died fighting my father. I don't so. necessarily believe that. From no. I but... feel like secretly he cares immensely. Mm. Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> you are a <laughs> wood. Insight check. <laughs> yeah, if Wester's not proficient in insight, he's like, huh. Alright. Yeah. I would say, yeah, insight check. Ah! Nat 20, bitch! So that's a 35 on insight. Oh, shit. Uh, so tell us how you I don't know. Yeah, it's well. I mean, he doesn't want his brother to die, but a, a really nasty wound would be cool. It'd be fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Do you? I mean, your brother is a uh, nasty, sapient, sentient man. We'll say. Barely. Do you think he'd take the coward's way out? Hmm. Hadn't thought about that. My experience, sentient men 
are typically cowards. I'm sapient and a coward. Aww. <laughs> it it would bring me a small amount of joy to see him take the, the coward's way out. We're talking surrender, not suicide, right? That's what I was talking about. Oh. Right? Right? I think we're talking about yielding. <laughs> Stag! <laughs> Say something! <laughs> um, just, just look it up. I don't know. There we go. Yora will spend her morning preparing by sitting down with the owlbear and Conrad and saying, all right, so we're leaving you here, but Kip! Is Kip around? He wanders over with a bone, with a with a, with a horn of mead. Can you give these two yes. to your wife to take care of while we're gone? Since I know that you're going to be taking part in the combat. Yes. Careful, Can this little one. Do this. He points to Conrad. This is a wily one. He raises up a, a fork like a spear. Fish ready for battle. Ball <laughs> he he's dangerous? No. He, no. no. Oh, okay. Um He's he's a lot of show. He's peacock Um he's I, I more bark than bite. Well, that was, but he didn't seem to get the idiom. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, you're fine. He's a good guy. He's a good little dude. Uh, and he leads Conrad off to his his wife with uh, the baby Albert. Alright. So that's sorted. Hope she doesn't eat them. I doubt she would. Oh. She might throw the owl bear. I don't think, I think any that... shaman in the entire Yarmouth would allow anyone to eat Conrad. Certainly not Conrad. He... Owl bear... Conrad would not let anybody eat Conrad. I'm, I'm half expecting <laughs> to come back to say about it. Conrad and the owl bear are like swaddled like babies. I don't know that why. That would be so cute. But or... there's a situation in my head that plays out. I would like to imagine... Head. They're swaddled together yeah. in one package. <laughs> that or Conrad has made a saddle and is riding the owlbear into war. Whatever happens, I already know that we're going to come back and some fuck shit is going to have happened. Yes. <laughs> There's shenanigans afoot. I can smell it. So, are you going to be staying to watch the fight? Mm, I guess. We probably should. It's up to you, Stag. Sure, why not? I see my family beat up on each other for a little while. You don't reckon they place bets here, do you? Uh, <laughs> I happen to know exactly who to talk to. Oh. And he'll point over at 
somebody who is may or may not be taking bets. I don't know, Mike. You can decide, but I definitely think there should be someone taking bets. There's no one taking bets. Fuck. This is this is a holy ritual battle. <laughs> Everybody is supposed to sit there and stoically watch the thing. It's not for entertainment. A bunch There's... of chiefs are probably gonna die. There's not like one or two rapscallions in the entire ragged race that that wants to bet on this. I'm sure there are, but they're not gonna be around the fight. Not <laughs> this one. That's fair. Yeah. If we went I'm looking, sure. we could probably find. I'm sure there's a there's a group of kobolds that's betting. <gasps> oh, ah, there that we would go. be cute. But they're dressed in a in. There are three kobolds in a fur trench coat. <laughs> three kobolds in a trench coat. <laughs> so as you guys kind of walk outside, do you want to uh, try to cast that spell again? Nope. Okay. I'm not uh, given the satisfaction of doing it in the daylight. So there's torches lit all across the camp. And in the orange glow of twilight, Yorick is standing outside with two of his cronies waiting for you to leave. What? And he says, he says to you, uh, in Bothy, you think that you could just come here and pretend that you weren't stepping on our traditions, that you weren't marring our ground with your presence. You think I would let you get away with showing your face here again? I think you have bigger things to worry about right now. I think you are my biggest worry right now. And, and he takes out an axe and buries oh. it in the ground in front of you. All right. So be it. He'll take his out and bury it next to it. I will see you in the square. And walks off. What? He just challenged me to a, a duel. You accepted? Uh, yeah. Doesn't he have bigger things to worry about today? That's the exact words that I used. Does he really want to die before he has to help his chief? Mm hmm. Not my problem. We shall see. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it's a fight to the death? It's not just like ah, kachum, kachum, clear, Mike. If he butchered saying we shall see in Bathy, by the way. It is. That would be a. Is that a duel to the death or now? It is. He has challenged you to the battle royale. Oh shit! So and you accepted. So no, but the battle royale. He did say, "I'll see you in the. I will see you in the square." <laughs> but it is a battle to death or surrender. 
if you yield, it is a great, great dishonor upon you and your tribe. It is seen as better and more honorable to die in combat. Dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow. Yeah. Dishonor on your elk. So you could survive. But if you could survive through yield, but you would be very, very disgraced. You would have to do a lot to earn your honor back. You think he's bringing his cronies with him, Stag? Mm. Yeah. Follow-up question. Can you bring your cronies? Points at himself and Yora. I don't see why not. We'll wait on the sidelines to see if he's going to try and gang up on you, and if he is, we'll hop on in. From beside you. uh, Sorry, does this mean that we're now in the running to be chief king? I guess so. I knew. Well, I this day is totally, totally so, changed. So the way the so the way the home gong works is like there's one square made, and the battles happen in the square. So, yes, the chieftain battle is happening, but also blood feuds and things are settled in oh. the same moment. So, he he is honor bound to defend his chief but he will settle his blood feud first and then protect his chief. So the battle with the... So while you'll be in the battle royale and be in danger of being caught up in it, you are not in the running for the chief because you were not part of the... You didn't stand up and say something during that that thing. Okay. If you'd stood up and been like, yeah, me too, then it would have been a thing. So like, so we're just kind of there. If I so like, if I beat him, I could just leave, right? Yeah, you could deuce out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could. <laughs> you don't have. To, you don't have to go after any of the. You can roll out and be like, "All right, that's my feud. Bye." <laughs> now, Stag, I know you're not going to like what I'm about to say, but we're going to be in there, and the battle royale happens to be there, and we might get caught up in it. So if we can ensure a winner, be a couple extra strong arms in the ring, chances are whoever, if we ensure that they win, they'll probably owe us a little something-something and maybe a little more lenient towards our requests for aid and all that. Doubtful, but it's a good idea. They're too proud. They won't owe anyone anything. None of them Unless will. they feel honor bound to owe you something. Who wouldn't want to help out Staganda the Sunbringer? Keith in the background. Actually, I actually uh, heard some people talking about that yesterday. Like when I went to go refill my horn, some some women were like. Uh oh, Stagander the Sunbringer. I heard he brought the sun. So it's spreading. It's spreading. Oh dear. (laughs) (laughs) 
You know, you ever so, know when a lie just gets out of hand? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the premise for this entire fucking camp. Yeah, apparently Stag kicked off somebody's arms. <laughs> and his legs. And his legs. And his head. Mm -hmm. All is everything not attached to it. And has narcolepsy. Like a Lego body, just poof. <laughs> Oh, we're joking because we're scared. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. We're gonna do great. From beside you, Stag, as you guys are kind of taking in the fact that you're now part of this thing. You hear your father puts your your adopted father puts his hand on your shoulder and says well it seems my son thinks of himself a very big man it was foolhardy of him to challenge me but it was plain stupid for him to challenge you you can't possibly think that highly of me why do you say that no, I don't think that highly of you or your character, but I nice. do know that you are a savage fighter. I have heard oh. the tales. So you sent the two men in, in uh, Brian Shander? No, but I know of the fight. Hmm. I keep tabs on my actual exiles. And to hear that one of them had been killed with the bare hands of a tribe member carrying the elk insignia. I didn't kill him. Hmm. Well, from what I understand, he is dead. But, good riddance. <sighs> My son feels threatened by you. He does not realize that he's already lost his spot at my side. By abandoning us, he abandoned his birthright as well. I now do not have a son. Sucks, don't it? So today will be a day of days. I may have to watch both of my son, both my son and my adopted giant kin die. Maybe. We shall see. Do not hesitate, Steg. If you get a chance. You killed him. It is what he will do to you. He's a stranger to me now. Just like any other. Fight well. You mm. might want to go see your mother before. I will.
And with that, he heads off back into the mead hall. Good talk. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Very ominous. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Someone needs a little less doom and gloom in their life. I wish I had known that we were going to start, you know, chatting right away. I would have cast tongues. It, hmm. Don't worry about him. Did he say anything he, important? Kind of seems like a dick. He's kind of a dick. Yeah, he kind of sounded stoic, just like he was hiding emotions. I'm sure there's more Ooh. there. Mm. You hide him for long enough, you forget you have him. Speaking from experience, big guy? Don't know what you mean. <laughs> so, what's the plan for now? We could try and do some warming up. I need to talk to one more person, and then I'll return to you. All right. Yura, shall we maybe do a little sparring to warm us up? Yeah, that'd be fun. All right. No use in having cold muscles, and if you're going into a fucking battle royale. And as Stag leaves the earshot, he's like, knowing Stag's apparent reputation here, I'd be amazed if his brother was the only one out for our blood. I really was not expecting to to receive this kind of... Everything that's happened has been wild, but I didn't realize that Steg was so maligned. I thought it would be some general shunning, perhaps. Maybe some light bullying. I didn't even do anything, man. You just existed. (laughs) All I did was show up. They were like, not my Christian Minecraft server. In this economy? (laughs) (laughs) How dare you just show up in this economy? (laughs) I don't know what happened, but I... I don't know what happened. And who Stag was and who he pissed off before, but I know our Stag and I'm down to fight. Oh, absolutely. Dora's DTF. Down to fight. Down to fight. <laughs> uh, wait, so, so, Fwester, how do you do that thing where you're like, Ka-cha-cha! and you're like all flippy? That's crazy. Oh, would you like trains and acrobatics? Is that the mechanical? <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, I'll start start working with Yora to train her in, in some acrobatics. Getting her to be a little more spry. Fun. A little more springy. Steg? Hmm? You're going somewhere? Gotta go find Ma. Yep. So, the character for all of our listeners, the character is Freya. She is Yarand Yarand Elk's Yared Elkhart keeps her as a mistress. Side piece. Yeah, it's a, it's a side piece. Uh, so she's she'll either be she'll most likely be in the followers camp. Followers camp. That's the yeah. It's a 
it's up here in the elk tribe area but a, f- a followers camp like for an army with their like wives and kids and like the cooks and support staff and all of that for the army oh gotcha okay you can go look for her there okay as you're walking through the followers camp you see lots of kids running around their mothers ushering them to get washed up for the day and a voice rings out nearby Stikander Erlingsen and (laughs) the boy who lives come to die come to die Mianir strides up or hobbles up really he does not do striding these days and says what brings you to the followers camp Stigander I figured you would know sensing me all over the place the gods speak to us in strange whispers like like the scent of flowers on the wind what what reason are you here right now king for Freya ah the woman that was your mother when you had not very nice she is at the back of the camp I take it the young Yorick has challenged you to a fight in the ring. In the square, I should say. Yes? Mm-hmm. Ah, as I saw. As you what? As I saw. I foretold this. I knew it was coming. Should be interesting. Right, then what else is coming? Two beasts will meet in the square. One that you know, and one that you don't. You see yourself as the outcast here. But who is truly unwelcome? You or your would-be brother? A betrayer or one who is just different? And how will you find your glory? On this hilltop, or in the cave of some yeti? So you can listen. Yes. Okay. (laughs) I listen to many things. Is this just peacocking? Are you just showing off that you can hear me? I can do more than hear you, Stikander Erlingson. You scoff at my talents, but you have seen the divine at work. Have you not? Scoff at you because you take so long to get to your point. Ah, I am eccentric, yes. But, aren't we both in this camp? 
eccentric novelties to be stared at not taken seriously until we are suddenly right or a threat is that not our destiny well I don't have any clue what my destiny is so you do not know your destiny but your destiny knows you Mm, sure you have much strife ahead of you Stagander Erlingson yes many trials and tribulations we just had this talk brother beyond beyond the mountain top there will be a decision in your life soon that you must make it will have to do with the Sunbringer that you carry. That decision will decide whether you care truly about the fate of the people and the greater good or personal triumph and survival. I cannot tell you what decision you will make because you are gone from my side after that. But I know your character. And the right decision is up to you, Stagander. It is up to you. Got it. Big choices. Ah! Freya approaches. I shall take my leave. Well, since you insist. (laughs) And he kind of hobbles off talking to himself. (laughs) Like leaves in the wind. The gods speak to us in mysterious ways. That child with the stick could mean something. (laughs) He just continues on like that. So fucking just cracked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love him. I love him to death already. So, so many yeah. drugs. So many drugs. The shaman is just it. off of his rocker. Completely <laughs> and totally. Freya, the mistress of the king, stands in front of you. She's a full, like, two heads shorter than you. She's a little woman. Uh, is she now, like human human? or Yeah, she's game? human. Oh. Um, pick her up and hug her. She... She hugs you tight and says, I didn't think I would ever see you again. My boy... Well, at least there's one good thing still here. <laughs> I see you have been eating well at the keep it healthy. Not gaining any weight, huh? The Jew. Now, Stegander, you are remembering to wash your hair, yes? Because <laughs> she looks up at the top of your head and sees that you have hair now. Like, you are remembering to wash that, yes? Still scares me when a piece of it falls in my face. Yeah, because now it's like a little bit longer. 
and she like brush your like forehead and really throw you off if you're not expecting it. <laughs> like Mike, yeah. if you suddenly had hair one day and it started brushing in your face, ah. you'd be like, "Ah, oh, what the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, she ruffles your hair and goes, "You could do better and wash it more." I hear you came in the company of friends. I did. Where are these friends? They are warming up for mm. a fight. I would like to meet them at some point. I want to know about what you've been doing. Oh, I've been doing many, many things. I believe it. Minir has said that you have a very stringent destiny about you. I... I... Minir has, has taken a few too many mushrooms. Oh, that too. <laughs> <laughs> For... Uh, yes. Now come. I have... I have your... Uh, favorite meal prepared. What? Mm. What, you think I would forget your uh, your favorite stew? Venison stew? And crack, br- uh, crack bread? And a good bit of homemade mead? You think I would forget my boy's favorite? have known better Come. after you you have a true breakfast before you have to go get in the square uh, and she invites you back to the tent a large four-cornered tent made of animal skins uh, with a warm fire in the center and a, a nice small pot with a bubbling, simmering, hearty venison stew. Uh, the kind that... Is there enough for sure? Of course there is. Okay, then... One moment. I'll be back shortly. Okay. I'm gonna go grab the... The the two... The two noodles. (laughs) (laughs) Come here, come here. You're gonna. You had, have you had breakfast? Uh, not particularly, no. Wow. Perfect. Come with me. All right, you're done jumping now, Yora. <laughs> oh, wow, oh, wow. You know, they don't tell you how hard jumping is. Yeah, you have to pick Just up your whole body weight and then catch it when you fall. <laughs> <laughs> now I get why you don't like wear armor and stuff. Gosh. Oh yeah. Too heavy. These furs are already a little heavy. So he leads you back to uh, Freya's tent. Uh, Freya is a compared to the the ragged like men. Freya is very small. She's she's probably five nine, five ten, which 
for when the men and most of the women are are mid six to upwards of seven feet. That's quite quite large. <laughs> you know, that's she's quite diminutive. Uh, she wears a a traditional. A traditional cloth and linen dress and with a belt and a fur collar uh, and shawl draped about her shoulders she's she looks about in her 40s uh, still still pretty and statuesque and not given to like cronism yet <laughs> old lady syndrome Crohn's disease no <laughs> <laughs> not the fire poops and she she stands with her arms crossed waiting for Stag to re- she gestures towards the tent and says in perfect common. Please come and have come and have some breakfast. Fuster gives a little bow. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely. And she steps in and pours some warm mead into uh, a couple of horn tankards and hands them to you guys. Wester, Yora, Freya. Oh, it's a pleasure this to meet is... you, Miss Froya. Yeah. How do you two know each other? You're not jealous. Froya just covers her mouth and, and giggles while looking at Stag stumble over himself. <laughs> I am his mother. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that my son came into camp with some companions, and I figured I should meet them. I have not seen my son in a few years. I had heard that he's been uh, wandering for quite a while, but I am glad that we stumbled into him. Well, from what I understand, you have all been keeping each other alive, which I appreciate. So thank you. Only just, though. (laughs) I don't want to hear about it. (laughs) I would worry far too much. All the stories. I want to hear all of the stories that don't involve you dying. Seriously, and please. I don't. Probably don't talk to Keith then. <laughs> yeah. Keith. <laughs> <laughs> that the boy. He's more trouble than he's worth. He seems Go like a eat. Good fellow. Drink. Now, when Stagander was younger, he would beg me to make this hearty ven- venison soup with this uh, lovely bread. It was his favorite. 
So, hearing he was back, I spent all morning making it in hopes that he may come see me. Something that gets even Stagander excited must be good. Yeah, that's very sweet of you. What's that supposed to mean? That I don't get excited? Getting this rock to even crack a smile is tricky. (laughs) He thinks he has to be surly and stern because he thinks that he is alone in this world, but he is clearly not. He just likes to think two of us for the past month. See? You are not a lone wolf, son. Mm. Not a wolf at all. Actually. No. You are your own man and your own creature. So you said uh, you said that he that this got him excited when he was younger. What are some more baby sex <laughs> stories? Oh. Well, so. When he I can't here, imagine him anything besides a very large, stoic, stern man, but I can't imagine he came out like that. No, he is. When he was found, he. He, he was nothing but an infant, just a tiny, mewling babe was not nearly as big as you couldn't even tell that he was going to be as big as he is now he looks perfectly normal you know like any other reghead but you know the the attributes of his ancestry came through he never grew any hair until now apparently he never his eyes never darkened like most and uh, he was very quick to get our tribal tattoos he seemed he said he felt naked without them most get their tribal tattoos when they are uh, 16 he got he sat in front of the pick when he was 12 started getting tattoos. Little ones, of course. Little ones. Always been a tough guy, I see. Yeah, a little punk. He (laughs) thinks so. But I remember when he thought he was big enough to go on a hunt and prove himself to his father. And so he went on a caribou hunt. And he chased a caribou for so long that the caribou decided to turn and fight him and chased him right up a tree. What do I, what, what do we have to do but scare the caribou off and my son is sitting on the lowest branch crying his eyes out because he's, he's all of six years old and getting chased by a full bull caribou. <laughs> I'll give it to him though. He threw his spear and hit the caribou so... Good for him. Oh. It's too bad that the spear was the size of a tent spike. I <laughs> 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 barely phased the poor, the poor caribou in the first place. He just got its attention. Then there is the one time that he fell into that fro- silly boy. And when he fell into the frozen lake, he was attacked by some kind of strange fish, like a trout or something. 
and uh, it's it uh, it gave him several big smacks on the rump and one on the head. Oh, so it's a running feud. Yeah, you know, I thought I thought talking to your dad it was explaining a lot, but this it's all coming together now. <laughs> no, you gotta seem to butt heads a lot. Steak has always been an avid fisher, but the fish has, have also been very, very combative with him. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he he would catch fish and be super proud and come home and say, Mama, I caught a fish. And I would say, very good. Very good. Little Thorn, I am very happy for you. And then... And then it would still be alive. And so it would struggle and smack him. And he would fall down to the ground and the fish would would try to fight him right there on the ground. It, <laughs> it was hilarious. But of course, a mother must rescue her child. Of course. So of course. many a day is outside of our our huts and our tents. We would battle fish on the ground. <laughs> Battle for I'm, the songs. <laughs> I am picturing exactly that, and it is terrible. It's just, <laughs> it's just atrocious, and I love it. The mechanics behind rolling for initiative against a beached fish is <laughs> making me making me chortle a little bit. <laughs> Roll initiative against that knucklehead trout. <laughs> Out of Wrong, that's as big as you are. Yeah. And then, I remember he adopted a pet squirrel. He has always been very partial to having animals in his life. Particularly little four-legged one. He adopted this squirrel, and he called him Ratta. And Ratta was a precious little member of our family for many years. Stag was always very caring of his of his pets. He would always take care of them. His father always made a big deal of some kind of because he said that he was incapable of taking care of it. But Stag, being Stag, always took care of it, always made sure to show his father who he was. And now he's back to do it again. I'm glad that the uh, caring for animals never left Stag. Oh, Stag, do you have a fam- do you have a pet? We had a fox for a little bit. We had a dog sled. Still need to find oh. all the dogs. And uh, we have an owl bear and a twinga at the moment. Well, mm-hmm. you have no short of shortage of little animal friends ever. Never. It might be because he looks so much like a tree that they just... They flock to him. Yeah. Shelter. Well, I hear you are going to try your gelding soon. Yeah. You don't think... You don't think that the tribes would unite on your word alone? Tribes don't do anything on word alone. You're right. The ancient ways are archaic at the best. 
They stop us from expanding and being better than we are. So we will always be this. Nomadic hunters. And you are going to fight your brother? I wasn't given much of a choice. I am sorry. Truly. He has lost his way. Well. Jamie couldn't find his way back sooner, but... Well, it is not like Winneth did a good job raising, so... <laughs> I was all... Love the shade throwing, by the way. I always thought that if Winneth had treated her son as I treated you, we would have churned out some good boys. But instead, she churned out the traitor. Well, mm. I am sorry that you coming back here has been a hardship. I wish that you were more welcome. I truly do. That would take several years of understanding to be had by everyone, so. I know. I know. I knew what would happen. I... Everybody's got to get real cool about a bunch of things real fast. <laughs> yeah. I knew what would happen and I came back anyway. I am proud of you, my son. It is good to see you. I can't think of a face I'd rather see than yours. Now eat. You look like you haven't eaten in days. Eat. You look like you've been right. drinking the whole time. All right. All right. You keep right. eating and your hair will grow in nice, beautiful, and you can braid it and wash it. Grow yourself a beard like a real man. Oh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I am kidding, my son. Thank <laughs> you. Wester feels his beardless face. Because one of the taunts that they used to use Stag, was that he didn't have any hair, so he wasn't a real man. Do you remember the rumors about the tribe of the bear and why they disappeared into the mountains? Yes, I do. The curse? Yes, I'm surprised to see them here now. Well, they didn't stay up in the mountains. It came down to find me. That's, the only, that's the only reason I can repair. You are inhabited by the bear spirit. Well, something important must have happened to you. 
Didn't feel important. Sure sucked. I'm sorry for your suffering, my son. No, no, no. That's not the point of this. The point is to... embrace changes. Just as I raised you, adapt. Be tougher than your environment. Overcome. United States Marine Corps! Yes, and... Um, Yes, and... (laughs) Yes. Improvise and adapt to your environment. Be tougher than your environment and you will survive. Soon you will receive enough honor for everyone to overlook your ancestry. But I hope you know that I have never seen you in that way. You were just always my boy. I know that. And I don't care about their honor. I'm and here no matter how home. big you get, you will always be that six-year-old in the tree getting attacked by a caribou. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> they went caribou and scared you. Oh. <laughs> get out. <laughs> so, Yor, we agreed to never let this go, right? Absolutely not. Okay. Caribou are his worst enemy now. Do you think that's why he didn't go for the the god elk? <gasps> Lester, he was afraid. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. You look over and we're both just like. <laughs> <laughs> what are you two up to? Mm, nothing. nothing. Mm. <laughs> well. I wish you luck in your ritual combat. Thank you. I know that you will make me proud. Speaking of, is there like a time that we're supposed to meet him there or? Yeah, you will know. Probably getting. We shall see. Close. We shall see. She says it. She says it super sarcastically. (laughs) We shall see. (laughs) Quoting him. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Sometimes I wonder if that's all he says. I mean, it could be for all now. Stick around and find out. You'll see. (laughs) I will. Uh We shall see. So, she pats you on the arm and says, you finish. I have chores to do. You finish your food and enjoy the time before your combat. You have good companions. Of course I will. Hmm. I have to watch my boy go in there and kick ass. You are going to send that that scrawny string beam off the mountain. I know it. (laughs) You are twice as broad as he is. (laughs) Now we've got to do a real good showing. Yeah, right. Well, now I. Yeah, 
Well, I gotta... Man. You gotta do it with style. I gotta... <laughs> Put a little zhuzh on it. Exactly. Just make sure you're jumping while you're attacking. It always works. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or try and jump on their back. I'm, I'm bigger than him. So it'll take him down. Yeah, you haven't given me a valid counter-argument yet. <laughs> she stands up. Uh, Lange. Uh Steps over and puts a hand on Yora's shoulder and says, Take care of my son. Oh, I will, I will, I will. And then places a hand on, I should say, bends down and places a hand <laughs> on, on Buster's shoulder and says, It is a good thing you are so agile. You are very small. <laughs> I will have to make it some way. <laughs> Find your spot and carve it out for yourself. And hands you a stoppered horn. Ooh. And walks out. Alright. Your mom is really intimidating. Why? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Because, because she's a shield maiden of tear. <laughs> <laughs> Who is a canon god in this universe? Yeah. He fills the role of Odin. I feel like she absolutely could have just snapped any of our necks there the entire time. And just, it wouldn't have been, even been a thing. Yes. It would have been Tuesday. <laughs> That's my man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I got as strong as I did. She certainly gives quite the filling meal. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's good shit. Well, I suppose we should do our uh, final preparations. Make sure our armor mm-hmm. and weapons are all in order. Mm, yeah. Do final prep. Prep any spells that you've got. Come up with a game plan. Do just talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause in another like hour, someone someone might be dead. <laughs> Cause it's that's, ritual combat. It's just a Probably Tuesday Buster. for us. Yeah, that's the that's Buster's gonna get killed by accident. It's gonna be a loose spear or something that just went wide of the target. They have been speared. And then Forrester's gonna come back, and everyone's gonna freak the fuck out. Yeah. Oh, ghost. He's a ghost. Actually, good point, Forrester. Yes. And Steg, I can revivify you with no components. Well, you can revivify him with no components. You just need to wait for me to pop back up. But for me. If I go down, I'm down. Um, is there any anywhere in the camp, do you think, that we could buy, like, a healing potion? I believe that I have a couple. I do. I have yeah, two I think- potions of greater healing that I can give you. Wow. Well, yeah. 
don't give them to me because I can't do much if I'm dead. Well, I can give one to you, and then I'll hold on to the other one so that if you do go down, I can... <laughs> yeah, they're not participating in commerce here. No. This is a, there's a very specific purpose for the Yarmuth. But they have a war party. They have a follower camp. You're telling me that that the people who are nomadic and carried their entire lives heal here don't have any sort of medicine. Certainly not yeah. magical medicine. The, the shamanistic mushrooms. shamanistic medicine. I guess that's true. You want to trip balls while you heal? <laughs> I mean, maybe. You know, if we can't go to the beach, why not bring the beach to us? Thank you, Fwester. Absolutely. And she'll put it in her thing. And he'll probably be sharpening up his swords. Mm-hmm. And getting them in tip-top shape, because he hasn't swung them in like a week. Yeah, I'm ready to bonk. I got this fancy rapier. And I haven't used it since I got it. Well, I have avoided conflict at every turn. You'll have your chance. The camp echoes with the sound of a bone horn being blown. Is that our cue? And the sounds of people forming. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. And you guys head towards the square and whatever that may hold. And that's where we'll end our session. Ooh. Gonna be a whole session of combat next time. Let's go. Yup, yup, yup. Guys, plug your pluggables. Oh boy, if you want to see as well as everyone else in the Reghead camp, uh, follow me on Instagram where I post pictures of what I'm doing and most importantly what Let's my see. pets are doing. You will see. <laughs> Shit. We shall see. If you want to uh if you want to find me anywhere, uh brutal uh brutal critical official on Instagram, brutal underscore critical on Twitter, and Patreon on Patreon.com slash TPKG. Some announcements. We, uh, at first we thought we were going to be taking two weeks off because of Dragon Con. I thought that was a recording weekend. It is not. It is not a recording weekend. So there will be no pause in, uh, in recording. You can listen to the podcast at Dragon Con. And find us there. Uh, unless you are, it has something to say. <laughs> well, I'm moving the next weekend. Oh, yeah, you are. Yeah, Yora that's the weekend is, I'm moving. Yora is leaving us. Greater. And <laughs> moving to California. So, yeah, there probably actually won't be a session. So, uh, let's cut that out and say, announcements. Uh, we will be taking two weeks off because of Dragon Con and a moving. Uh, Sav is leaving us for California because she is a traitor. <laughs> How dare you? I am just spreading the word of TPK Games and Brutal Critical to New Horizons. 
market. Opposite coast, so she can. True. We just got to get her a bunch of stickers, and she can slap them everywhere. Oh yeah. yeah. Sticker bomb the whole damn city. Mm-hmm. Um. But we will be at DragonCon, and uh, we hope to see you guys there because it's going to be a fun time. I'll have some we ribbons have some stuff. Yeah, ribbons to hand out. Hopefully the stickers will be here by that time. So I can hand out some stickers or slap stickers on stuff. I gotta find the FedEx cutout and slap a, a TPK Games or a Brutal Critical sticker. There's the not cutout. a FedEx cutout. I'm, I will be upset. Oh, it's a ritual now. Okay. <laughs> it's a staple. Um, But yeah, that's that's all I've got. You can find me at Gordon is the name on Twitter and at unauthorized entry because we shall see if there is beef. anything, if there is beef, if there is, <laughs> if there is bastardization of art, <laughs> you shall see it. Spoiler. There is bastardization of art. No. And it's, uh, it's done with Microsoft paint. You dirty bitch. <laughs> to add insult to injury. You raggedy oh bitch. <laughs> you raggedy ass bitch. Look <laughs> here, you dusty bitch. Savvy Sav. Well, you can find me at Merrily Sav on Instagram. That is at M E R R I L Y S A V on Instagram. And for my additional plug this month, um, or this month, this week, is. Do you have a water filter? If not, you probably should. Um, uh, I drink out of the tap all the time, but everybody is always like, uh, get a water filter. And so, you know, I have one, but you know, make sure your water's clean and make sure you're giving your pets clean water too. So that they're drinking good water and not getting weird lead or copper or trace minerals in their little brainy booze. Uh, fluoride <laughs> is, has no place in a pet. True. Government's controlling our pets. It's Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, that's all we have for this week. Uh, we love you guys. Um, at the release of this recording, we will be taking those two weeks off. Uh, so we will see you guys in two weeks. Uh, we hope you're ready for some combat. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, <gasps> some new flashy level six combat. Oh yeah. And hopefully this combat's enough to get us to level seven. It's not like an action surge. I bet it will be. I bet it, there's going to be a lot of people. Flesher's going to kill a lot of people. Flesher's going to kill a lot of people, I hope. That's the plan, at least. So many people. Well, Fluster's bloodlust aside, <laughs> remember, to take, remember to take care of yourselves, and as always, keep on rolling. We'll see you guys next week. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>